Welcome to our community, friends and fellow truth seekers. I am thrilled, so thrilled that you have found your way here with us, this tribe, this community, and most importantly, you are taking a moment to show up for you. The shout out this week goes to our tribe member, our friends in Roxborough, North Carolina. My friend, I am so happy, so happy that you've taken the time out of your day to do something that feeds your soul. That is worth celebrating in a world that is bullhorning in our ear of what we should do, be, want. You took a moment to do something that is kick-ass for you. I'm so happy you're here. And I'm so happy that you're a part of this community of badass, beautiful humans. Here's to the work that we're doing together and building this movement. And I want you to know that none of you are on this journey alone. One of the best gifts that I ever gave myself as I began to look at the woman in the mirror that I never, ever had enough courage to really look at, which was myself. Did you know that 51% of Americans can't even look at themselves in the mirror? 51%. I was one of them. I mean, sure, I would look at the mirror long enough to criticize myself or see if my face was getting round or if I had wrinkles or what was messed up on my face, but I never, or my body, but I never really took the time ever to get to know that woman. And that's scary as all hell, especially when you've never done it your whole life. And one of the things that, that I was able to put together during my journey, during the seven year revelation to getting to know myself was this four step journal process. And that is what I want for each and every one of you is to begin to spring into action because it's not about information. Information's everywhere. It's about doing these little things every day that's springing you into action and beginning to change the narrative of how you talk to yourself one small micro step at a time. So I want you to go to Megan-Miller.com. I want you to go to Micro Step Journal right at the top. I am going to link it in the show notes here so you can download that. It's free. It is a great way for you to begin to show up and get to know yourself in under five minutes or less in a day. My name is Megan Miller. I offer high-performing go-getters. Simple, 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 simple. I'm all about the simple. Daily micro steps for putting attention to intention so you stop living on autopilot. You stop thinking to yourself, how am I going to get through the day? Trying just to make it to Friday, surely exhausted, feeling so alone, so disconnected from life. And you start showing up with more purpose, more fulfillment, more excitement to have this life that you can't wait to wake up to, not one that you need to run away from. I know my friend's hand raised because hell, I have been there. I was there the majority of my life, having my life on autopilot, being the woman everyone wanted me to be, being addicted to achieving so much that it brought me to my knees. And I always knew that I was meant to do more, but I was scared shitless to lean into it. And that is what I want for all of you to get brave, to get still enough 
to uncover what you wanted. I am going to share my lessons with you to help you navigate through your own journey. Together, here are the small practical steps that'll help you maximize how you show up in the world to create a life that you are passionate about because it does exist, my friends. Welcome to putting attention to intention. Hello, 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 my beautiful friends and tribe members. We just got home. I mean, moments ago, pulled into the driveway, just got home after a beautiful family weekend in the mountains of West Virginia. This was my mom's idea, mama. It was a chance to get the family together, spend some time together under one roof. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was soul quenching. When you can combine family with mother nature and limited cell phone reception and distractions from the outside world, some really beautiful moments happen. So we rented this cabin. You know, it's isn't it interesting? Like you just you get older and life just gets so busy. I was telling Michael. So it was my brother, his girlfriend, uh, Michael and myself and my, my stepsister and, and her husband made an appearance and my parents. And I thought to myself, when was the last time we were all under one roof together at the holidays? You're going here. You're going there. It's a quick hello and goodbye. But when was the last time we were all under one roof together for an extended period of time, waking up together, sleeping under the same roof together? And it really was just a a beautiful thing. We rented this cabin in the woods. We spent as much time outside with Mother Nature as possible, trails, canoeing, drinking our coffee outside on the deck. And the entire time, that we were out there, I kept thinking to myself, Mother Nature is truly the best medicine for the soul. She really is. I read this study that 15 minutes in nature, 15 minutes is all it takes sitting on the park bench at your local park, sitting outside on your deck, going for a walk around the neighborhood, or If you're in an office setting, you know, taking 15 minutes to walk around the block. When I used to work in hotels, which is a very stressful job, how we all have stressful jobs. I would take 15 minutes to just walk around the grounds of the hotel. And that activity in and of itself, just 15 minutes in nature can cut depression by 60%. You, my friend, you don't need the mountains. You don't need to go to an or offshore vacation to enjoy the beauty, the serenity, the peace, the conversations that happen with yourself when you allow yourself the time for Mother Nature to just wrap her beautiful arms around you and talk to you. And as hokey as that may sound, and for those of you that are like, shit, I don't have 15 minutes. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And start out with five. Start out with five minutes sitting outside on your deck, just in Mother Nature, enjoying the view away from the screen and see how much better you feel through the rest of your day. Science exists for a reason, my friend. 
So we're driving the five and a half hours out to West Virginia to this cabin. And my guy, who is normally our driver, which I am on board with, you know, it's it's I don't mind driving by myself. But when I drive with other people in the car, it makes me just a little nervous because I feel like I got to pay attention. I can't make any mistakes. (laughs) I like to just sit back, crack a few jokes, have a conversation rolling, not really be in charge of the wheel. So my guy likes to drive, which is perfect for us. Take it and run, baby. But he was a little sleepy and wanted to take a nap. So he asked if I could pop in, tap me in and get behind the wheel for for a little bit. So I did. So as he's taking a nap, I pop in my earbuds so I can get a little church service podcast moment. You know how I feel about using that car time for content that elevates you versus depletes you. So I came across this episode of the Jenner Kutcher podcast, Gold Digger. She has a great story. I highly recommend you check out that podcast if you are interested or even thinking about a side hustle. She has a really great story. She worked at Target um, and then she had enough courage to finally start her own photography business, build it into the six figure business. And now and now she does all of these marketing and courses to help other entrepreneurs start their business. So if you're thinking about a side hustle, even at all, in the tiniest, tiniest iota of a, of a little inkling, check out the Gold Digger podcast. So her latest episode, the episode was titled, If You're Struggling With Your Identity, With Your, Con- with your Confidence, Listen to This. Well, you had, Jenna, you had me at the fluffing title. I I don't care how confident someone can come across. We all struggle with our identity. We all do. Hello, we are human. You struggle with your self-worth, with your identity, with this need to feel approved and loved by the world. You know, I read this, this study, and it was in a Tony Robbins book, and he said that the number one fear that all of us have, majority of us have, over 95% of the human race have, is that we are not lovable, that we won't be loved. And that is our the majority of our fear-based story. I'm like, man, I feel that as someone who is a reformed and continue to be reformed, chameleon mode, people pleaser, this runs very, very deep for me. So the end of this conversation, the guest, Amanda Pittman, says this most mic drop moment, mic drop. It made me pause. It made me write this down. I actually had to pull the car over to write this down because I thought we have got to talk about this here in this community, this fear of not letting people know that we don't have it together and the mind fuckery that we do to ourselves around it. She talks about this moment where she was just feeling that she was living her life for her husband and her children. And who was she? So this is this Amanda, Amanda Pittman talking to Jenna Kutcher on, the, on this podcast episode of hers. It's the latest episode. It's called If You're Struggling With Your Identity and Confidence. Listen to this Gold Digger podcast. So Amanda Pittman is sharing the story about how she felt like, who, who is she? She's living her life for her husband. She's living her life for her children. She really had no identity. I think this is something all of us go to go through to a certain degree in our life. Like I remember when I was beginning to build this movement, 
And even as the words came out of my mouth, I couldn't believe I said them, but I felt it. You know, I had this 15-year career in hospitality that I was good at, that it was my identity, it was who I was. And if I wasn't doing that job, then who was I? And it was scary as all hell. So she, this Amanda, talks about how she couldn't even be honest with herself. Hell, hand raised. I had seven years of this battle of knowing that I was meant for more, but scared because I didn't know what was on the other end of that door. Right? We all want certainty. We all want significance. We all want to know that we are loved and good. And you don't have that when you take a leap into the deep, dark known of the abyss. Right? And so she would find herself saying to herself, when she had these feelings of unease, of not knowing who she was, I have no right to feel this way. I have a good family. I have a good husband. So she would discredit herself before the words even firm, formed on her lips. On her lips, hello, stuffing it down, been there. As she said that, as she said that, how she would discredit in her own mind. These feelings that she would was having wouldn't even allow them to formulate on her lips, couldn't even speak them to herself. So how could she speak them to everyone else? Because she has a good life. I have a good husband. I have a good family. I have these things that so many other people want. I should just be grateful for it. Isn't that such a statement? I should just be grateful for what I have. Sweet Jesus. How many times I have said that myself, discredit my feelings, my emotions, not even allowing the words to form on my lips and speak them to myself before I could even speak them to anyone else because I, air quote, have a good life. For me, above all else, it was this need to take care of me. So not having a father in my life, all of the abandonment issues that were so rooted, so deep for me, it was this coping mechanism to not let anyone in. So whenever I would have these feelings, whatever they were of loneliness, of sadness, of not feeling good enough, of knowing that I was meant for more in my life, or even at any sort of crossroads of any decision, to make in life. I chose to make them on my own, in silence, in my own cocoon, because I thought it was easier that way. And only now can I look back and see just how much more suffering and harm I caused on myself by choosing to walk this path alone. My friend, regardless of what season you are in your life, regardless of what you find yourself discrediting, Because, air quote, you have a good life and you feel guilty for even feeling. I want you to know that it is okay. It is okay to feel the way you do. This is your permission slip to first and foremost get real with yourself about what you need in your life that you're currently not receiving that has you feeling this lack, this unfulfillment in your life. That nagging inner gut whisper. And it's just that it's a whisper while the world has a bullhorn in your ear. That exists for a reason. 
And that is something you cannot run from. Spoken from someone who should have received the Boston Marathon title for all the running I did for my feelings. They always have a way of finding you until you choose to deal with them. Don't they? Man, the universe can can really slap you upside the head when you need it. I call them our life tattoos, those moments where life just brings you to your knees. And, and you will have them until you allow yourself to truly be honest with you about the reason of peeling back the layer of what that nagging exists. What is it? What's lacking in your life? that is giving you this unfulfilling in in your soul. Now, I heard Martha Beck once call all these feelings like children in a classroom, all asking for your attention, running bonkers around your mind and screaming at you, (laughs) all asking for your attention. And it's not until you give each and every one of them the attention that they're craving Do they then calm down and speak to you in a way that you can understand? Before you can talk to anyone else in your life about what you need, you need to know it yourself first. And that comes with silence. That comes with curiosity. That comes with the power of putting some pen to paper, which is such a powerful tool for me. It came with this one question that I would write in the morning, how am I feeling today and why? How am I feeling today and why? And even then, even then, I would find myself censoring myself and saying, well, I can't write that. I can't do that. And I would think to myself, no one's even reading this. Meg, it's five o'clock in the morning. It's you with some pen and some paper. No one's reading it. No one's here but you. How, girl, if you can't be honest with yourself, how can you ask other people? to help you. So I always think that we are so quick when we start to get those uncomfortable rumblings. You know, we can do one of two things. Either we run from them, which I always did, ran ran to the thing that made me feel comfortable. So the email, the booze, the food, the men, any of any of and all of that in any sort of combination or B, We deal with the surface level thing because it's easy and that's never it, right? So we do a uh, survey of our closest friends and family members. We do the Google search of what we think the issue is, but that's never it, my friend. We never take the time to really peel back the layers of what that gut nagging feeling is telling us or asking of us. I want you to know that you have a tribe of people around you that care about you and want to help you, whether you know it or not. That thing that you are struggling with, after you've given yourself some time to put it into words so you can truly vocalize it and, and understand what it is, what the root issue is, of why you are feeling this unfulfilled, this 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 nagging in your soul, then I want you to share it with a member of your tribe. Now, let me put a caveat on this, my friends. We all have that one friend that we'll call who will side on us with our shit regardless 
of if you're wrong. And that's the one you call when you're in an argument with your partner, when you got in an argument with your boss, with your kids, whatever. You always call that friend because they'll side with you regardless. But you're not calling that friend. You're not calling that friend on this one. I want you to call the friend that's the truth seeker, the one that'll tell it to you straight, regardless of how much you don't want to hear it. And you don't need to overindulge. You you don't need to share the whole backstory. It can be something as simple as I'm struggling with my relationship right now because of X. I am struggling with my job. It pays the bills, but it's not fulfilling me. And I don't know what I want or I'm struggling financially. I always feel like I need to keep up with the Joneses and I'm overspending or I'm struggling with the weight. I know I feel like shit and I want to feel better in my body. I want to show up the best I can for myself, for my partner, for my kids. And I just find myself in the middle of the night eating the junk food. And and here's how I'm feeling. That's all. That's all I want you to say. I'm struggling with X. Here's how I'm feeling. And that's it. Speak it out into the world. You can ask for their advice. You can ask for them to just listen. You know what you need to do. You do. You don't need Google. You don't need a survey of your closest friends and family. But that friend that is your truth seeker, that that has a way of sharing with you what you can't see in the mirror can help that vision become so much clearer when you lean on them to help you guide through it. Here's to the power of using that nagging gut feeling to pull you forward to the direction of life that you're meant to and the fulfillment that lies on the other end of that discomfort. I want to give you a a real life example here uh, because I just feel that Real life stories and examples are so much more powerful. So as I said, I struggled in silence for a long time because I thought it was easier that way. And I never realized the tribe around me that was non-judgmental, that loved me for me and was there to support and guide me. But I was too blind to see it. So as I began to navigate through this journey of what my next career might look like or what my next journey might look like, there was a point in time when I thought briefly about going into SaaS sales. Talk about keeping things on surface level. I thought this nagging feeling that I was meant for more meant that I was supposed to go into another vertical of sales. We can dial deeper into that on another episode. Obviously, that was surface level thinking. But as I'm navigating through this SaaS world, this tech world that I am so unfamiliar with, it hit me. It hit me. A dear friend of mine, uh, one of my, my one of my best friends, her husband was in SaaS sales. So why not lean on him and have his knowledge of something he's been in for years and has been so successful of knowledge of the industry to help guide me. So I called him up. Not only did he sit on that phone with me for hours, he took a Saturday out of his day to help me write my resume. 
He helped me did intro emails and he showed up for me in a way above and beyond than I had ever expected. And the reason that I tell you this is you, my friend, have someone in your life, have many people in your life that want to show up. They want to help you. They want to help you clean the mirror so you can see the person looking back at yourself and get clearer on the vision of your life if you have enough courage to ask. Here's to the courage to ask, my friend. Thank you for taking the time to be here and most importantly, for taking the first step in investing in yourself. Please do me, do yourself, do your tribe a solid. And if you liked what you heard, please do share this episode, this community, this movement with three members of your tribe that would benefit from this content. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when that message is around putting power back into your own life. If you feel inclined, please comment and rate the podcast. It does make a difference in sharing our community. Till next time, carry on with intention.